Dish TV is better than cable TV. Why? Because you can save 45% on packages compared to your high-priced cable bill. Wow. Take those giant scissors out and cut the cable and save with Dish TV. Plus, you get a free DVR upgrade to record your favorite shows and free installation. And with Dish Anywhere, you can watch TV for free on your mobile device. Act fast. You can save hundreds of dollars. Does your cable company do that for you? Get all the best TV programming at your fingertips at a fraction of the price of cable TV. So say adios, arrivederci, goodbye to the high cable bill, and save up to 45% on Dish TV packages today. These are limited time offers and can change at any time. Call fast. 800-405-2561. 800-405-2561. That's 800-405-2561. Now on the team. Is it time? Let's do this. It's time for Real Golf Radio, the longest-running nationally syndicated golf show in the country. With insights and experience of professional golfer Bob Casper, son of Hall of Famer Billy Casper, and the passion and, uh, well, fun of Brian Taylor. Nice. Here they are, the hosts of Real Golf Radio, Brian and Bob. Hey, welcome in to another edition of Real Golf Radio. I'm Brian Taylor alongside Bob Casper. Got a great show for you. It's a new season, uh, new events being played at the Greenbrier, the military tribute, which is uh, certainly fitting. Great to see guys out there playing golf again after such a long off season. You know, I really yeah. miss these guys. I haven't seen them for so long. It's really nice to see them out there. Short segment, one you know, short short off season, no doubt about it. Hey, we're going to talk to Tony Finau about that. That's right, Tony joins us coming up here on the back nine, hour number two. We'll get his thoughts on uh, the upcoming season, his schedule, what he thinks about making Tigers President's Cup team, and who he voted for Player of the Year. That's right, Player of the Year is a big discussion, no doubt about it. Plus, we'll welcome in America's favorite caddy and some tech talk with Dave Neville from Callaway Golf. They've got a new product out. It's the MD5 Wedges. Jaws, you might have heard of it, and you definitely want it. You can check it out at CallawayGolf.com. All that coming up on this week's edition of Real Golf Radio. But, Bob, first things first, it was interesting. Certainly, we talked about it last week. Is it Rory? Is it Brooks? The announcement was made, and I think the golf world was a bit surprised at the outcome, including the winner. Yeah, I think the golf world was a bit shocked, um, so to speak. Um, But, uh, you know, the player of the year with the PGA Tour is voted by peers, and uh, it seems that Rory... Um, got the nod as far as the players were concerned for the player of the year. The PGA of America came out and said, uh, you know, they've got a point system. They came out already and announced that Brooks Kepka is the player of the year for um, for the PGA of America. So uh, kind of interesting, a little bit, a little bit, uh, a little bit controversial. Um, the The decisions that went into it, all that kind of thing is pretty pretty crazy. I love that we have controversy in golf over who was the best player this year. I mean, I guess that's the way it goes, right? Every Everybody has their MVP voting. This is sort of the MVP trophy, if you will. Uh, and that's, that's you know, people like to debate it. Well, that, that's what we're going mm-hmm. to do today. We're going to talk about it. We're going to weigh them. We, we've already talked about, the, you know, leading up to the decision as to what we felt. We have always given weight, Bob, to the major championships. Of course. And most people do in the game of golf. And the PGA Tour, I think, was perhaps making a statement about having a guy, and I, I said this all along leading up to it, 
Rory McIlroy holds the holds the three biggest trophies that the PGA Tour offers: their Players Championship, their Tour Championship, and the season long race to the FedEx Cup. If yeah. a, if a player goes out and holds and wins all three of those big trophies and is not the PGA Tour Player of the Year then what's the point of all these tour events? And I think that's the statement that was made. We'll get into it next. We're just getting started. Thanks for joining us. Brian and Bob with you right here on Real Golf Radio. You love crushing the long ball. Well, so do the pros. That's why they play Callaway. And that's why Callaway is now the number one driver on major tours worldwide. Led by the Epic Flash, with Flash Face technology, Callaway used artificial intelligence to completely maximize distance and deliver ball speed you didn't even know was possible. Basically, they used crazy science to solve very important things like hitting more bombs. What a world. Go own the tee box like the pros. Build your epic flash driver today at CallawayGolf.com. Golf course superintendents are the unsung heroes of our great game. Due to the game's efforts, we now have turf that needs less water, courses that are more sustainable, with many now offering natural wildlife habitats. From the days of old Tom Morris, golf course superintendents have given golfers a reason to love this great game. But don't take my word for it. Jack Nicholas agrees. If you love golf like I do, thank a golf course superintendent. A message from the Golf Course Superintendents Association of America and local superintendents everywhere. What kind of golf ball are you playing? The one you've always played or the one that can actually help you perform better? Because Chrome Soft is the only ball with a graphene-infused dual soft fast core to give you the unheard of combination of crazy long distance that's also incredibly soft. It's why tour guys like Phil Mickelson, Xander Shoffley, and Francesco Molinari keep winning with it. And now Chrome Soft X is available with triple track technology for improved alignment. Get the ball that changed the ball today at CallawayGolf.com. The new OGO Alpha Convoy Golf Bags set a new standard for what cart bags should be. The new OGO Shadow Fuse 304 Stand Bag is ultra sleek, but there's nothing simple about it. The OGO Alpha is inspired by tactical military gear and high-performance equipment from the outdoor industry. While the Shadow's integrated design and finest performance materials work seamlessly to deliver absolute efficiency for unmatched performance. Both are in stores now, or check it out at OGO.com. So you've thought about LASIK surgery, but you're hesitant. I get it. It's your eyes, and while it's a hassle to deal with contacts and glasses, the thought of a laser in your eye sounds painful and scary. Well, let me tell you, I had the same feelings until I went to Hoops Vision for my free evaluation. I was super impressed with the time they spent, and they put all my concerns to rest. I left excited and confident knowing that I was in the best hands with the latest technology. The day of the surgery was easy. No pain, comfortable massage chairs, and warm chocolate chip cookies to help me relax. And then the miracle. Within a few minutes, I could see. It's an amazing feeling, and now I can see where my golf ball goes, and I enjoy wearing sunglasses and not dealing with contacts that dry up out in the sun and the wind. It's why major champions like Mike Weir chose Hoops Vision. Hoops Vision is world-renowned, and with new techniques such as smile and camera, there are more options than ever before. Visit HoopsVision.com today and schedule your free consultation. Mention Real Golf Radio, and you could save $1,000 off your procedure. More choices, more experience, better vision at Hoops Vision. Now back to Real Golf Radio with Brian and Bob. 
Welcome back to Real Golf Radio. Brian and Bob with you. This segment brought to you by Callaway and the all-new Jaws MD5 Wedge Spin with Teeth. To attack the pin, your ball has to bite. So Callaway designed the new Jaws MD5 with the most aggressive groove in golf. You can order today at CallawayGolf.com, and they'll begin shipping next Friday, September 20th. So jump online to CallawayGolf.com. Order today. This is a massive line, and we're going to find out more in detail about the new Jaws MD5 wedge from Callaway. Coming up on the back nine, hour number two, Dave Neville will be by to give us all the details, and I can't wait for that. The customs is available. It is it is a good-looking wedge, man, I'll tell you yep. what. And, and you know what? I always need some more spin, especially on the short shots. One of the things that I always covet about the better players, and you see tour players doing this all the time, is their ability to just take, you know, from just off the green. Yeah. Hit a shot that looks like it is going to go screaming by the hole when just at the right time it puts on the brakes and either stops or just trickles out ever so closely to the hole or falls in. That shot is probably the sexiest shot in golf. <laughs> the most exciting, I think, no doubt. It's because it's the hardest to do. I think I don't want to minimize it, but it, the bowlers that can put that massive spin on it looks like it's going right in the gutter, and then bam, it curves in there and for a strike. I mean that that there's some there's a degree of difficulty there. Uh, you look at those in billiards, guys that are able to make that cue ball do all kinds of crazy stuff, and just when you think it's done, another ball goes rolling into another hole. So I mean, these guys are masterful with their craft, and I think that's what we all aspire to do. Don't Bob argue with me here, but a bombed tee shot or a ball that spins into the green. Those are the two things that get amateur golfers excited, yeah? Absolutely, 100%. I agree with you. Uh, it's it's pretty cool to watch the guys on tour, see them hit 300-yard uh, tee shots, that kind of thing, 300-yard plus, carrying bunkers, you know, uh, all that kind of stuff. And But, you know, those shots around, those scoring shots around the greens when, you know, they're, they're 15, 20, 30, 40 yards from the hole and uh, watching them hit that little wedge, just nipping that little wedge and having it go in there and check and, and sit right by the hole. It's pretty sweet. That distance control is impressive. And when we were spending a lot of time with Boyd Summerhays this summer, that's that was one of the things that stood out to me is these guys don't practice just putting spin on it and check check it and stop it. They're trying to see to check it and stop it to spin to the right, check it and stop it, spin to the left how much spin they wanted to bring it back with. I mean, you know, they say pull the string. Well, how hard? I mean, it's it's very precise, and uh, I, I think that's, to me, that's one of the coolest things. So if Callaway's putting out a new wedge that's going to help me do that a little bit yep. better, well, that's good for me. Yep. I'm excited yep. about it. So, I agree. All right, so uh, speaking of spinning with teeth, Bob, that could also be a title for uh, the PGA Tour Player of the Year, huh? I like that yeah. segue? I don't know. Maybe that's not fair. Um <laughs> But I do think there is some spin going on here. I, I think, like like I said in the open, if if a player holds the Players' Championship trophy, the Tour Championship trophy, and the FedEx Cup, boy, you, doesn't that guy need to be the PGA Tour Player of the Year? And again, for those listening, going, I don't get it. Yeah, the PGA Tour, it all major championships count for those points and all that type of stuff. Okay, but the PGA Tour itself as an entity does not put on any of the four major championships. And that it is does a, not. Yep. If you're a – look, it's a business at the end of the day. I, the PGA Tour doesn't love that, right? They, you can't love that. If you are the premier tour in the world, in this sport, but the four biggest events are run by someone else, 
That's a disconnect, and that's that's a that's an issue. It's a challenge. It's something you have to deal with. And I think for the most part, over the 20 years we've been doing this show, Bob, they've embraced that sort of synergy with those groups, Augusta National, PGA of America, RNA. Yes. But, USGA. USGA, thank you. But it seems like in this one, it's almost like, hey, don't forget, this is our award. This is the players, the PGA Tour, not anybody else, not any of you major championships. And so it's going to Rory. Well, it, it should be the Players Award. The PGA of America uh, sets the platform for the players to go out and play and to compete and to win golf tournaments and that kind of thing. Um, all of the, the majors are included in that platform as well. Uh, but uh, Rory happened to to win, as you said, the Players' Championship. Uh, he won the Tour Championship, which conversely gave him the FedEx Cup. Uh, it, the FedEx Cup... Um, is is an ancillary product of of what the PGA Tour does now with um, with the Tour Championship and and all the years points and all that kind of thing. Rory went out and won it, but this is the first time since 1992 the PGA of America Award and the PGA Tour Player Award, the the Player of the Year, have has not agreed, um, and so. Um, I don't know. It's maybe maybe it's the perfect storm with Rory re- winning those marquee events on the PGA Tour. But to go back to what I said at the beginning, this is what the players vote on. And so um, it's pretty interesting that you have all those those players that ended up giving the nod to Rory McIlroy, um, where the PGA of America does it based on the point system. And they weigh the points, of course with you know heavy favorite to the major championships and sure. brooks exactly one i mean the the, the thing is that's a, that's astounding it really is one of the top years in major championship performance when a guy goes 2 1 2 4 i mean yes it is remarkable it's only the fifth time only the fifth time that you've had somebody finish in the top 5 in ma- all major championships and if, correct me if I'm wrong, but the only one who did that that didn't win one of them was Ricky Fowler. Is that correct? Yeah, that's correct. Yeah, that's correct. So anyway, it it isn't and the it, last time it was done was 2015 by um, Jordan Spieth, of which he got two of them. Yes. So yeah, I, look, it it's right up there with one of those seasons, and I think all you have to do is watch the Jack Nicholas posted the video. And by the way, hats off to Jack. I love that Jack's oh, still yeah. involved the way he is and the way he hammed that up. And they brought out the the Jack Nicholas Award, which is Player of the Year, voter as voted mm-hmm. on by the PGA Tour players. They set it down, and, and Rory's like, "Yeah, I've got two of those." And Jack says, "Well, now you have three. Congratulations." I, it was yeah. perfect. I mean, well yeah, done, it was Jack. Really good. It was uh, really good. I, I love the whole presentation, and quite frankly. Uh, I love Rory's humility. He talked about having goosebumps. He was genuinely surprised. Yeah, all of that. I gotta be honest. I'm a huge Rory McIlroy fan. I like the guy. He's fun to watch. He he bashes the ball. He just is a beautiful driver of the golf ball. He seems pretty down to earth and humble. He's a guy that you can root for unless it's a Ryder Cup. Then you hate the guy because <laughs> he because he's a <laughs> next year we don't like him as much. That's right because he's a team killer. I mean he he, he blows us up. But anyway, uh, you know you, I, I love Rory and and he's tough not to like. And Brooks Kepka might be a little harder to like. You know he's a little bristly. You know or a little 
just kind of not that warm and fuzzy kind of get along guy like like Rory is. So is right. it a popularity contest? That's the other thing that, that might be be uh, determined or might have swayed some of the voters. So anyway, in, interested to see what Tony thinks about this. We'll get his take on it. But um, I look, they both won three times. Yeah. Brooks. So the Players Championship, Canadian Open Tour Championship, and Brooks Kepka, the CJ Cup, Nine Bridges, PGA Championship, and the WGC FedEx St. Jude Invitational. Three massive events. You could yes, you could argue that the three he well, two of the three he won were bigger than two of the three that Rory won. You could argue that, right? Yeah, you could. You could. You you could I, say I mean, the, the players. The players is on the same level as the WGC FedEx Cup. Well, let's let, let's rank all six of them. If you ranked them in order, all six of those, Bob, you'd go PGA Championship one. Yep. Players Championship I, two. Yeah. FedEx Cup three. Well, not so FedEx Cup. So the I'm Tour sorry, Championship. Not FedEx Cup. I meant the FedEx St. Jude Classic. Oh, okay. Yeah, the there WGC. we go. The WGC. Right. Yeah. You that go WGC, then Tour Championship, then Canadian. No, and then probably CJ Cup, and then Canadian. I don't know. Yeah. You could you could argue that Canadian above CJ Cup. Well, you you know the CJ Cup is a limited field event. The Tour Championships a limited field event. So, I mean, you gotta you gotta look at both of those two. Mm. So okay. Anyway, it's interesting. Outside of the major championships, which is a big asterisk, by the way. Right. Outside of those majors, Rory was more consistent and had. I mean, the fourteen of nineteen top tens. He teed yeah. it up 19 times and 14 of them, all but five, he was in the top 10. That is a guy that is there every single time. The problem is he missed the cut in the major in his home country. which Yes, in the Open Championship. And didn't really contend in the others. And so it's it's kind of leads you to think, oh, you know, you, you probably got to have that major. And I think that was Rory's quote. Well, Brooks had that major. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and when it comes down to it, Bob... He was arguing with the PGA Tour commissioner, Jay Monahan, about why he was deserving, and Jay was trying to tell him or talk him into why he was deserving in the, at the end of that video. <laughs> that, to me, was probably this most stark thing that came out was like, wow. I agree. Even Jay's trying to talk Rory into the fact that he deserves this trophy over Brooks Kepka. All right, we'll get the caddy's take on this and perspective. And uh, the movie Loopers had a chance to visit that. We'll see what the caddy thinks of that and, and player of the year discussion as we continue here on Real Golf Radio. Hi, it's Ned Siegfried. Siegfried & Jensen has been around a long time. We've been handling injury cases for over 30 years. During this time, Siegfried & Jensen has had the privilege of helping tens of thousands of Utahns. If you've had the misfortune of being injured in an accident, we'd love to help you as well. To talk to us for free about your situation, call us at 801-222-2222 or visit us at SiegfriedJensen.com. I'm Bob Casper with the Casby Real Estate Group, where we have more than 40 years of combined real estate experience in Utah. We understand that the way people buy and sell is rapidly changing, and life's biggest moves can be a stressful experience. At the Casby Real Estate Group, we provide cutting-edge technology, innovative marketing strategies, and skilled negotiation to help you reach your goals. We care about what you care about, and our most important partnership is with you. That's why I'm with Casby Real Estate Group at iPro Realty Network, where we pride ourselves on life's biggest moves simplified. 
Introducing the Amazing Rewards for Business 321 program. With the Amazing Rewards for Business Visa credit card from Zions Bank, you earn three points for select business purchases, two points for travel, and one point for all other purchases. Learn more about the Amazing Rewards 321 program at ZionsBank.com or your local Zions Bank. Zions Bank, we haven't forgotten who keeps us in business. Subject to credit approval, terms, conditions, and restrictions apply. Zions Bank, a division of ZBNA member FDIC. So you've thought about LASIK surgery, but you're hesitant. I get it. It's your eyes, and while it's a hassle to deal with contacts and glasses, the thought of a laser in your eye sounds painful and scary. Well, let me tell you, I had the same feelings until I went to Hoops Vision for my free evaluation. I was super impressed with the time they spent, and they put all my concerns to rest. I left excited and confident knowing that I was in the best hands with the latest technology. The day of the surgery was easy. No pain, comfortable massage chairs, and warm chocolate chip cookies to help me relax. And then the miracle. Within a few minutes, I could see. It's an amazing feeling, and now I can see where my golf ball goes, and I enjoy wearing sunglasses and not dealing with contacts that dry up out in the sun and the wind. It's why major champions like Mike Weir chose Hoops Vision. Hoops Vision is world-renowned, and with new techniques such as smile and camera, there are more options than ever before. Visit HoopsVision.com today and schedule your free consultation. Mention Real Golf Radio, and you could save $1,000 off your procedure. More choices, more experience, better vision at Hoops Vision. Tee it up at Uinta Golf with their sizzling summer savings specials. Look for hot deals on items like TaylorMade TP5 Picks Golf Balls, now two dozen for only $80. Cleveland CBX Wedges for only $99.99. That's a $30 savings. And save up to $200 on Rogue Irons. Just a few of the hot specials you'll find now at Uinta Golf Shop's sizzling summer savings. Uinta Golf, home of the 90-day satisfaction guarantee, serving golfers since 1970. Now back to Real Golf Radio, talking golf back when 300-yard drives were big. For real, here's Brian and Bob. All right, welcome back to the show. Brian Taylor, Bob Casper with you. Thanks for joining us. It's time to get out to America's favorite caddy. There are bag rats, and then there are caddies. Pro jocks who are legends in caddy shacks across the PGA Tour. While we can neither confirm nor deny the existence of this legendary looper, here he is, the caddy on Real Golf Radio. Yeah, caddy joins us every week right here on Real Golf Radio, and we're lucky to have him. Hey, caddy, how are you, man? How long have I been doing this show, would you say? Estimate. Um, well, about three seconds this week. <laughs> oh, very good. well done. Yeah, well done. Well, well answered. Now, you know, so, I, I think it's probably 15 years. Yeah, of, yeah, yep. So, I think it's time that the caddy finally gets to meet the woman who does the baby thing on the caddy walk. <laughs> I think you missed your window about 10 years ago. <laughs> I did, I missed my window. She's long gone. Oh well, there goes another one. <laughs> let's see if I can let's see if I can find that for you. Let's see. Another lost opportunity. Oh, that's funny. Pro job. There you go. I found that little baby thing for you there. It is a pretty nice voice, uh, voiceover there with the baby thing. I mean, that's. Sultry. I mean, you know, it has 
hits on me every time. I, it, it's kind of like going to Pebble Beach. You never get tired of it. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of caddies, hey, I was on a flight this week, and I took the opportunity to watch that Loopers movie. Have you seen that yet? I have not. Really? Yeah, I was surprised that I hadn't seen it. And I watched no. it with great interest, knowing that we've had all these years of visiting with you and following you on your many adventures as a tour caddy and uh, now in your retirement years of putting together yardage books for the PGA Tour and the events and such. Um, so it was it's a good watch. It really is. It, it, it goes through kind of the history of caddying and how it became popular and, you know, some of the struggles and differences between uh, caddies at clubs and t- professional jocks, you know, tour caddies, what you did and so many others. And some of the, you know, those that are romanticized out there on tour, like the Fluffs and the Steve Williams and the Fanny Sunnisons and um, Michael Grellers and some of these, you know, Bones. real popular guys. Yeah, Bones. And um, they interview Pepsi on there. <laughs> they got they got a lot of guys. It's really pretty interesting. And the evolution of switching from club caddies to tour caddies at Augusta and the impact that that had on those tour caddies who – you know, or those, excuse me, those club caddies who relied so heavily on that week to be able to essentially have enough money to sustain themselves and their family throughout the year. So it really was a, it's a good watch. I, I really enjoyed it. Sounds good. I, I, I'd like to bring up something when you mentioned Fanny. And I may have brought this up before, but so Fred Funk had Fanny caddy for him one year. And I think it might have been the very first day that, Fred was getting ready to hit a shot, and see, nothing bothered Fred. You could be talking, you'd be walking, nothing bothered him. But Fanny was used to working for Faldo, who needed complete silence and and control the situation. So Fred was getting ready to hit a shot early in the round, and Fanny threw out the "Sun Tzu, please," and Fred was said he was incapable of swinging at it because he was <laughs> both laughing so hard and also just felt so honored that he actually got the fanny stand still pleased to help him out and he just didn't <laughs> said he couldn't compose himself for several minutes oh <laughs> that's awesome stand still please stand still please uh, it, it was interesting when they talked about her and faldo and all the other i think curtis strange commented on on fanny and how she was what was her comment that she was the hardest working maybe most professional uh in the business i mean they gave her some seriously high praise I, think, I would agree with that. I, I don't think you could exceed what Fanny, uh, what uh, she was like for sure. And and uh, she and Steve Williams were good buddies, and they uh, they they hung out around each other a lot and, and compared notes and checked golf courses together. So they were kind of uh, I don't know if you knew that, but they were kind of uh, compadres and partners in crime, so to speak. Yeah, it was. Know that. Yeah, it was really. He so Steve Williams commented on her as well and talked how how professional and how hardworking she was and and that sort of thing. And and I guess you know Faldo played kind of coy to the whole idea that she that she was a girl, you know, uh, essentially. And he said, you know, here I am out trying to become world number one, and Fanny's out there working hard and didn't realize we were leaving this wake of, you know, hey, you know, Faldo's got a, a girl on the bag, and they were kind of oblivious to the whole thing, but it sort of created its own. Um, momentum, if you will. And, and Faldo even commented that, you know, she started receiving as many, as high um, cheers and, and, and applause as he did as the player. He said she was really, really popular out there, and that was a big step in 
these uh, caddies having their own sort of identity or these teams having of the player caddy having these identities together. And as good a caddy as Fanny was and a professional, et cetera, she's probably far exceeded that in doing what she's done since she retired from caddy. So she's done a lot of consulting, a lot of coaching. She had a lot to do, I believe with Martin Keimer's success. Uh, so it's, she's pretty impressive. She's, she does a lot of stuff for players that nobody really knows about as well hmm. as a coach. Pretty interesting. Or a consultant. Oh yeah. She, she's, she knows what Fanny's a, uh, yeah. I don't, I don't think you could find anybody who could exceed what she's done. Maybe some people are up there with her, but nobody's going to be more professional or a better caddy or this or that than she was. Yeah, it's it's good. Uh, the Michael Greller stuff, he got quite a bit of attention there as well and um, working with Jordan and, and things like that. So um, pretty interesting how those guys came together. I didn't realize that Michael had originally caddied for Justin Thomas yeah, in the amateur at Chambers Bay, and he's the one that introduced him to his buddy Jordan Spieth, who was looking for a caddy, and, and away they went. So kind of kind of cool stuff. Some things never change, Bob. It's, it's all about who you know, isn't it? That's it. Yeah, it's all about the networking, who you know and who you, who you can uh, who you can meet, right? Be in the right place at the right time and then take advantage of it and then be good. Hey Caddy, real quick, your thoughts about the player of the year. It just came out uh, this this week that Rory McIlroy was voted player of the year by the players. Uh, <laughs> you know Brooks how Kep- he feels. Brooks Kepka um, didn't get the nod from the players. He got it from the PGA of America cuz that's a point system. Your thoughts about that? I will ask every player who voted for Rory McIlroy one simple question. Would you rather have Brooks here or Rory's here? You think uh, you think 100% to a man they would all say Brooks? I think more than 75% would say, oh, I'd rather have Brooks here, but I voted for Rory. I think if, you're, out, words, if you're outside the top 50 in the world ranking, I think you'd take Rory's year. I don't think. That's a lot well, of cheddar. <laughs> Here's what I don't understand. But that's Brooks not what that's not the question more. though. The question is no, would you rather have Brooks or Rory? So you, it's a given. It, you either have one or the other. Here's the problem. I think what we're going to learn real quickly is that you don't want any of these guys being your financial planner because Brooks here was way more financially valuable than what Rory did. Financially viable, that's an interesting term. Valuable. Well, valuable. Financially yeah. valuable. Yep. You can make more money, no question, make more money off of what Brooks did than Rory did. Get that money right away. Third payment. There's a time value of money. I'd much rather have $5 million today than $15 million deferred. No, I don't. Uh, and, correct me if I'm wrong, but I don't think they defer that anymore. Nope. I thought they did defer it. I don't believe they defer it any any longer. I think that was just the first few years of it. Could be wrong, but I thought that they changed that. It used to be an annuity, and now they straight up yeah, cash it. If it's not deferred, it's not deferred. Well, it may change things. I'm still going to wonder if maybe I can't make more money as a major champion. Because first of all, I've made a lot of money anyway. It's not like I didn't make anything. How much did Brooks make an official? Ten million. Uh, yeah, just about ten. Nine something. Okay, so what did Rory make official? That's what I'm looking Probably at. Probably right pushing now. 20. Yeah, so the question is could you make $10 million more 
has a major championship champion versus not. So this is a question for those that are yet to be a major champion because Rory clearly already is, right? Well, here's the answer to that question. The answer to that question is in general, no. In general, no. The major is not going to be worth that much more to you unless you're a little higher profile player, then it may be worth more in endorsement. Yeah. I don't know. Anyway, I still think more than half the players who would have voted would have said, I'd rather have Brooks here. Let me ask the question, ask it another way. Would you rather have Rory here or be the Masters champion? See, that's the interesting one right there, and that's what you know. That's what that's what needs to be discussed. Uh, Doug Ferguson, the great AP writer, threw that out on on Twitter the day it was announced, and that is an interesting question for Rory. I think Rory would trade Tiger, wouldn't he? Because career Grand Slam—that's immortality right there. Well, here's the thing. Here's the thing about Rory's year versus Brooks' year. If you ignore the money. Say Rory had a better year than Brooks. Objectively, who won more tournaments? They both won three. They both won three. Okay, was one of the three tournaments the FedEx Cup? No. Yes. No. Rory won. Rory won the Players, the Canadian Open, and the Tour Championship. And, and he actually did, and actually, the FedEx Cup. And he was the low-scoring player in seventy-two. That's correct. So, so three wins for Rory and three wins for Brooks. Brooks had a major, a WGC, and a high-profile event over at the CJ9 Bridges. In Asia, yeah. Right, and then he also had two seconds and a third in the other majors, correct? Uh, two, seconds. two seconds and a fourth. And a fourth. Two, two seconds and a fourth. So he absolutely dominated the majors compared to Rory. It's not even close. Yep. I think the stat. I think the stat, Caddy. This is the one that'll blow you away. I think in the last eight major championships, Jordan Spieth, maybe the last ten majors. I can't remember what exactly, but I think Jordan Spieth is the only one within fifty strokes of Brooks Kepka. Fifty. Yeah, his major, his major performances are are, are Jack Nicklaus. Okay, so he, so here's so here's the money, official money. For tournament wins, Rory McIlroy seven point seven eight five million, and Brooks Kepka nine point six eight four million. So it's ten to twenty two, roughly. That's a bonus. Yeah. Yep. So twelve thirteen million more. That's 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 a lot of teeth. So <laughs> I just I, I just I will say that the the interesting to me that. You're a better player because you happen to win one tournament worth a $15 million bonus. Yeah. Does that make you a better player? I don't know about that. I mean, it's, it's, it's not richest guy of the year, right? It's player of the year. Yes. So I, I'll, ask, I'll ask one more question uh, of, of Rory McIlroy. Rory, would you have traded your year for Shane Lowry's year? Hmm. Wow. Wow. Yes, 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 yes would be the answer. Hey, we're, good stuff. So, we're up against it. We're out of time, yeah, unfortunately. Well, that's a shame because I had some really great things to say that would have been all-time showstoppers. But Really? <laughs> you know, you all right. 
Well, save it for next week. Thanks, Caddy. That's the Caddy promising show-stopping stuff next week right here on Real Golf Radio. Callaway's new Apex Irons redefine players' irons. Unmatched feel, distance, and control have been forged to perfection to deliver category-defining performance. Apex Irons are the ultimate forged player's distance iron. Callaway's 360 face cups generate industry-leading distance, unmatched feel, and will get every golfer's attention. Tungsten weighting in each iron fine-tunes launch, trajectory, and delivers tremendous control. See perfection in every shot with the new Apex at your local golf retailer or visit CallawayGolf.com and see what makes Callaway the number one irons in golf. At the first tee, it's the little things in life we pick up. Hey, thank you. That make for a successful future. Thank you. You're welcome. Thanks. Oh, you dropped this. Because little things can carry a big impact both on and off the course. Hey, thanks. To learn more, visit thefirsttee.org. The new OGO Alpha Convoy golf bags set a new standard for what cart bags should be. The new OGO Shano Fuse 304 stand bag is ultra sleek, but there's nothing simple about it. The OGO Alpha is inspired by tactical military gear and high-performance equipment from the outdoor industry. While the Shadow's integrated design and finest performance materials work seamlessly to deliver absolute efficiency for unmatched performance. Both are in stores now, or check it out at OGO.com. Your hands, with the grip, they form the connection between you and your club. In a game where feel is so important to playing your very best, great shots begin with a great grip. For every golfer who wants to play better, there's a Lampkin grip. What kind of golf ball are you playing? The one you've always played or the one that can actually help you perform better? Because Chrome Soft is the only ball with a graphene-infused dual soft fast core to give you the unheard of combination of crazy long distance that's also incredibly soft. It's why tour guys like Phil Mickelson, Xander Shoffley, and Francesco Molinari keep winning with it. And now Chrome Soft X is available with triple track technology for improved alignment. Get the ball that changed the ball today at CallawayGolf.com. We just changed the putter. Now you need to change yours. A multi-material shaft enabled a radical shift in weight distribution, resulting in a putter designed to improve your actual stroke. Because a better stroke helps make more putts. This is a stroke of genius. Stroke Lab from Odyssey, the number one putter in golf. You're listening to Brian Taylor and Bob Casper talking golf since Jordan Spieth was in first grade. You started it. That's real golf radio. This segment brought to you in part by Callaway Golf and the Chrome Soft. Chrome Soft X is the ball that changed the ball. Chrome Soft X now with triple track technology. Also, uh, you can get uh, all kinds of custom designed in there as well. Check it out at CallawayGolf.com. Pair well with that uh, new Jaws MD5 wedge if you're looking to Ooh. add some spin on the ball and 
uh, some distance as well. Uh, good stuff there from Chrome Soft and Chrome Soft X. All right, so uh, Caddy uh, had some good things to say. Had to cut him off a little bit. He was a little long-winded. He, he was. was. He was ready to roll. Apparently, some show-stopping stuff coming next week. I can't wait. But as he said, he's probably already forgotten. So who knows? A week is a, <laughs> a week is a long time for those of us our age, and yeah. especially your age. Yeah, you and the caddy. You guys yeah. are up there. All right, let me give you the final word on this thing, though. As we look back, and, and I get it that we're talking, oh, it's controversial or this or that. But look, at the end of the day, it's like who's getting an extra trophy and who's not. This isn't really determining historical importance. And I think that's what the caddy said. If you were to trade a season, would Rory trade Tiger and have the Grand Slam? You know, by I think he up, would. You're saying, yeah? Okay. I think he would. Would you trade Shane Lowry having won... In Northern yep. Ireland, in your home country, another Claire Judd. I think you would. Okay. So you basically money aside, right? Because we're saying they yeah. don't have enough money. So now we're just talking about where you are in your plenty. place in history. He's got plenty. Okay. Yeah. All right. Would you trade with Brooks Kepka and pick up another PGA? He's already got two of them. Um, I don't know that he'd trade with Brooks. Mm. Okay. All right. Why? Because I think that I think the pressing point is is first of all he needs the he needs the Masters for the career Grand Slam. Second of all, um, Shane Lowry's year, um, he uh, he would have really liked to play well in his home country, on a golf course in in front of his home people and win that golf tournament. So I think there's there's viable importance in 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 wanting Tiger or Lowry's year. As far as as far as Brooks Kepska's year, um it doesn't do anything for him as far personally in what he's trying to accomplish during his career and that kind of thing. So I think uh, that's why. Checks off another major championship. That would be the one thing. That but would I, be the only thing. I well, I guess you're right because to your point, this is a guy that's got 17 wins on the PGA Tour. Now granted mm-hmm. we're giving him what he won this year including in that. But it's and he's got gobs of money, right? The sponsorship yep. deals alone that he's had yep. is is enough to is generational generational money. So yep. if you if you put that aside, which is hard for us commoners to want to put it aside, but putting that aside, at some point in time, you want to do special things in golf, things that you that sort Histor- of Im- historical things. Thank you that immortalize you a little bit. Completing the career Grand Slams, one of those things. Yes, a special thing, winning. The major, uh, the Claret Jug, the biggest event that your home country has ever hosted. Yep. In in some fifty plus years, to have a chance to win that, to put your name on that, what would that mean? That's special stuff. Yeah. So I'm with you. I think probably of those two, of those three, I think Rory could say, "All right, Brooks, I I got two of those PGAs also. Brooks has two of them. Um, and Brooks did something special by winning back to back." Yes. That's special stuff, right? So Rory wouldn't be able to jump and win, take both of those. So that would be one of those quote unquote special things. Mm-hmm. So I'm with you. I, I think probably Lowry or Tiger. And if you had to narrow it down, it'd be Tiger because the career Grand Slam, he'd be guy, it would be the sixth or seventh, sixth. Yep. Yep. To complete that and join an elite list of players. So anyway, it is an interesting discussion. Regardless, I pointed this out and I, I could see it coming. And if you've won the number of times or the number of events, the prestigious events on the PGA Tour, well, then you ought to be the PGA Tour Player of the Year. Because technically, PGA, those major championships are not PGA Tour put on events. I get it. They're official wins. Yeah. 
anyway, it's 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 splitting hairs. I think at the end of the day, majors are king, and 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 Brooks probably was player of the year. But anyway, the optics on it from a tour standpoint led me to believe that Rory was the guy that would probably get that. All right, hey, we got a new. We'll continue talking about that. By the way, in the back nine, we'll get Tony Finau's take on it. Um, we'll we'll talk uh, a little bit more in depth, but. It is a new season. This week going on, it's a military tribute at the Greenbrier, which I just love, by the way. I told you this before. In the 20 years we've been doing this show, one of the stops I want to make at some point in time is at the Greenbrier. Right. looks fantastic. And I love the military tribute and everything that's been going on with 9-11 this week and the commemoration. 18 years is hard to believe. Yeah. But uh, when you look at at the schedule, Bob, what what kind of stands out to you? What are the players facing here in the next uh, several weeks? Well, you know, it's interesting. You know, we had a week off and we start up again in September. All the guys coming off the the Corn Ferry Tour and that kind of thing are getting in events early to try to to get things going before January, that kind of thing. And as you said, this first one is the the military tribute, the Greenbrier. The old white at uh, TPC at Sulphur Springs, West Virginia. It's where my dad captained the Ryder Cup team. Then we've got the Sanderson Farms at the Country Club of Jackson in Jackson, Mississippi, and then uh, come back out to the West Coast at the Silverado Resort and uh, at in Napa, California, and then uh, the Shriners Hospital for Children open at the TP Summerlin in Las Vegas. And then coming back on the tour schedule, missing for last year, 2019, but here we have it starting the 2019-20 season, we have the Houston Open, which is uh, an event that's been on the tour schedule for a long time. And then we go across to Asia. So um, there's uh, like five events now over the next five weeks that are going to be an opportunity for guys to get a head start on uh, some of the big tournaments. Yeah, it's important for these guys that are just coming off a Corn Ferry Tour to make their mark, you know, jump out early. If you look at the past winners, you got Kevin Na, I believe, is the defending champ this week. Yep. Cameron Champ won next week. So guys jumping out, not that Kevin Na's new or anything, but Cameron Champ specifically, jumping out, get ahead, get your win. A lot of the, the big-name players are either overseas playing or they're taking some time off. So a real good opportunity for these up-and-comers who are on the big stage, you know, for the first time or again to jump out Put some money in the bank, get some FedEx Cup points, try to secure their card, and make this season where, you know, and also shuffle up too. Yeah. So that exactly. they can make this season a little more uh, meaningful. By the way, you mentioned that your dad caddied at uh, the Greenbrier. No, my dad didn't caddy at the Greenbrier. I'm sorry. He captained at the Greenbrier. <laughs> <laughs> a big distinction there. I got the caddy yes. on the brain. He captained the Ryder Cup at the Greenbrier. Your, your, your old family friend, Jerry Owell, sent this little article to me. I don't even know uh-huh. the context of it, but someone is telling this story, and I have to, I have to share because it's worth sharing. He says, uh, another career highlight was playing on the 1979 Ryder Cup team captained by Billy Casper. The team was loaded with guys like Lanny Watkins, Hale Irwin, Tom Kite, Lee Trevino, Hubert Green, and Larry Nelson. It was a strong group, but the real secret was Billy and what he did in the team room. He'd bought these giant bushel baskets of peaches from his home in Utah. Every night, he'd park those peaches in the team room and ask who we wanted to play with. Those peaches were so sweet and juicy, you'd take a bite and they'd explode, juice going everywhere. Someone would grab a peach, take a bite, and say, I'll take Larry. We were like kids choosing up sides in a sandlot baseball game. It was impossible to get up tight in that environment. Billy knew exactly what he was doing with those peaches. We won 17 to 11. Yeah. 
I love that. Yeah. First of all, I'm a big peach guy. I've actually driven twice uh, to get peaches, an hour each way to get peaches <laughs> uh, from these uh, types of places. But uh, I love that story. I think it's great. And, you know, it's it just speaks to that generation and the, their approach to the Ryder Cup. And not only were they really, really talented, and this is 1979, was that Seve's first year? It could have been. I think that might have been his first year. Yeah. So that was Europe just finally coming together. But your dad didn't know anything but winning in Ryder Cups. And, you know, those guys, I guess when you're on a streak, it's easy to be loose, huh? Yeah, and uh, those peaches came right out of our orchard. You know, I picked many a peach in that orchard uh, growing <laughs> up, that kind of thing. But, yeah, that was, that was a pretty great story. I didn't realize he took peaches. Yeah. Well, I love the fact that you picked some peaches that potentially could have gone to Ryder Cuppers. I there love that. There you go. That's pretty yep. cool stuff. Yeah, good good, good heritage, Bob. It's all in the peaches. Yep. So that, that's my takeaway is I'm going to spend a little bit of time with some peaches, maybe some of those uh, Jaws wedges, and I'm going to expect my game to improve drastically. Just like you're... Drastically. Like yeah. I, I love... The, but that was really well told. I wish I knew who... who Actually, yeah. that article came from, but it was really well told. You take a bite. I'll take a Larry peach juice. Just I'll take Larry. <laughs> running down his shirt. <laughs> Great stuff. Pretty cool. Yeah. So anyway, that's the beginning of the schedule. Things underway for the new PGA Tour season. We got to take a short break. Uh, when we come back, uh, we'll wrap up hour number one. Really exciting hour number two still to come as well. Stay tuned, and thanks for joining us here on Real Golf Radio. Hi, I'm Brent Brown. When I opened Brent Brown Toyota in 1999, I never dreamed that in 2016 would be Utah's number one volume new car dealership. And in early 2017, when we became the number one Metro Toyota dealership in the entire United States in customer loyalty, you can imagine how proud I was of my team. Simply put, no other dealer in Utah, or in the entire region for that matter, has as many repeat customers as Brent Brown Toyota in Orem. At Brent Brown Toyota, bending over backwards isn't just a slogan, it's our mission. And just because you get our low prices doesn't mean you have to give up on great service after the sale. In fact, people drive from all over Utah and beyond to get our incredible deals, and then they send their friends and family. You don't become number one in the nation by taking advantage of people and then never seeing them again. Excellence both during and after the sale is what keeps our customers coming back again and again. That's probably why Time Magazine recently selected us as the quality dealer of the year for Utah. So if it's time to buy a new car, why not buy from the best? Brent Brown, Toyota, and Orem. I'm Bob Casper with the Casby Real Estate Group, where we have more than 40 years of combined real estate experience in Utah. We understand that the way people buy and sell is rapidly changing, and life's biggest moves can be a stressful experience. At the Casby Real Estate Group, we provide cutting-edge technology, innovative marketing strategies, and skilled negotiation to help you reach your goals. We care about what you care about, and our most important partnership is with you. That's why I'm with Casby Real Estate Group at iPro Realty Network, where we pride ourselves on life's biggest moves simplified. Introducing the Amazing Rewards for Business 321 program. With the Amazing Rewards for Business Visa credit card from Zions Bank, you earn three points for select business purchases, two points for travel, and one point for all other purchases. Learn more about the Amazing Rewards 321 program at ZionsBank.com or your local Zions Bank. Zions Bank, we haven't forgotten who keeps us in business. Subject to credit approval, terms, conditions, and restrictions apply. Zions Bank, a division of ZBNA member FDIC. So you've thought about LASIK surgery, but you're hesitant. 
I get it. It's your eyes, and while it's a hassle to deal with contacts and glasses, the thought of a laser in your eye sounds painful and scary. Well, let me tell you, I had the same feelings until I went to Hoops Vision for my free evaluation. I was super impressed with the time they spent, and they put all my concerns to rest. I left excited and confident knowing that I was in the best hands with the latest technology. The day of the surgery was easy. No pain, comfortable massage chairs, and warm chocolate chip cookies to help me relax. And then the miracle. Within a few minutes, I could see. It's an amazing feeling, and now I can see where my golf ball goes, and I enjoy wearing sunglasses and not dealing with contacts that dry up out in the sun and the wind. It's why major champions like Mike Weir chose Hoops Vision. Hoops Vision is world-renowned, and with new techniques such as smile and camera, there are more options than ever before. Visit HoopsVision.com today and schedule your free consultation. Mention Real Golf Radio, and you could save $1,000 off your procedure. More choices, more experience, better vision at Hoops Vision. You're listening to Real Golf Radio. Now back to Brian and Bob. All right, welcome back. Real Golf Radio, Brian and Bob with you. Stay tuned. Back nine, hour number two, straight ahead. Tony Finau, Dave Neville with some tech talk. Deep dive into these new MD5 wedges from Callaway. Bob, you left off before we jumped into peaches, which, by the way, I'm always happy <laughs> to jump into peaches. But uh, the you left off at the Houston Open. At that point in time in October, middle of October, sort yeah. of the international swing. On the tour yeah, schedule. It's, it's pretty interesting. They go to Korea and then to Japan. This is the first time the PGA Tours had an official event in Japan. Then to uh, to Shanghai, China, for the HSBC Champions, uh, WGC Championship. There's a, a Mexico event. Then we come back to the United States, the Sea Island, Georgia, um, Tigers event, uh, the Hero, uh, pre- and then Presence Cup um, in Melbourne, Australia in December. Yeah, the 12th through the 15th of December, which is interesting. So that's going to catch players off, you know, fans off a little bit. If you're thinking the President's Cup's around the corner, it's not. We're not going until December. Going to the uh, the other side of the world there, but and then you know looking at next year, Bob. That one thing that's of, of interest is the Olympics returns uh, to golf. Uh, golf returns to the Olympics, I should say, and on the schedule, and that's two weeks after the Open Championship. So the players will get uh, that whole week off. It's July thirtieth through August second. There is no other like event. If so, if you're not playing in the Olympics, you got the week off. Yeah, and three players, as we know, um, will be the maximum from any country that plays in the Olympics, and it'll be interesting to see which three are picked. Uh, I would imagine Brooks Kepka will be one of them. Hmm. Well, you never know, do you? He didn't get player of the year, so I'm not sure I'm taking him. <laughs> Just something to think uh, about there, Bob. But, no, you yeah. know what? In an upcoming show, we'll talk about that and who we might expect. A long ways out. It's kind of like our way-too-early major championship predictions. Yeah. Uh, we'd like to do that as well because you've got some good events Coming up in the majors too, we're winged foot for the U.S. Open. Really excited about that. You got Royal St. George's uh, for the Open Championship, and then of course the PGA Championship at Harding Park in Las Vegas or San Francisco. I said Las yes. Vegas, San Francisco, and then of course Augusta hosting the Masters Tournament. Yep, and then also the Ryder Cup. It's a Ryder Cup year oh. next year too. It's going to be stacked. That gets me excited. All right, stay tuned. The Back Nine, hour number two is coming up next. (laughs) 
USA Radio News with John Hunt. The family that owns OxyContin maker Purdue Pharma used Swiss and other hidden accounts to transfer over $1 billion to themselves, according to New York's Attorney General. The state of New York is asking a judge to enforce subpoenas of many companies, banks, and advisors to Purdue and its owners, the Sackler family, and they said they've uncovered what was previously unknown wire transfers among family members and entities they control over several financial institutions. The transfers bolster allegations by New York and other states that the Sacklers worked to shield their wealth in recent years because of mounting worries about legal threats over the painkillers. Quick glance at the stock market, the S&P 500 slipped to 3,007. The Dow Jones Industrial Average posted its eighth straight gain to 27,219, and the Nasdaq fell to 8,176. This is USA Radio News. So there's this guy named Jordan, and he's a healthy guy. He's a dad of six, and he works as a guide in Alaska. But then he goes to the doctor, and he's diagnosed with cancer, stage four. And here's the thing. He had switched from medical insurance to MediShare, which is a Christian healthcare sharing ministry. So the question for Jordan and his wife Jenny was, is this really going to work? Our medical bills exceeded $160,000. MediShare members shared all our bills. And it was about more than just the money, too. This is a real community. MediShare is is a family, a group of people that stick with you through the hardest times of your life. I just don't know how I could have done it without MediShare. It's so worth looking into. There's a reason this is growing so fast. If you want to find out more, here's a number for you. 833-34-BIBLE. That's 833-34-BIBLE. 833-34-BIBLE. A strike against General Motors is now very possible as contracts with the United Auto Workers and Detroit's three largest automakers are about to expire. The union's national agreements with GM, Ford, and Fiat Chrysler end over the weekend, and the union has picked GM as its target company. That means it's the focus of the bargaining, and if there are any strikes, GM will be the first victim. It's possible that the contracts will be extended or an agreement could be reached, but more likely that 49,200 UAW members could walk out of GM plants as early as this weekend because union and company demands are so far apart. There's college football action all around the country later today with the biggest games being number five, Oklahoma at UCLA, New Mexico at number seven, Notre Dame, number two, Alabama at South Carolina, Kent State at number eight, Auburn, Northwestern State at number four, LSU, Arkansas State at number three, Georgia, Pitt at Penn State ranked number 13, and number one, Clemson at Syracuse. For USA Radio News, I'm John Hunt. America's built and based on liberties and freedoms. Liberty HealthShare brings that to health care. The liberty of choosing your own doctor. The liberty of choosing your own hospital. Liberty HealthShare makes health care affordable to millions of Americans. Ignite your liberty. Sharing plans starting at $199 for a single, $399 for a couple, and no matter how big the family, only $529. That's $529 for the entire family. To learn how you can save, go to LightYourLiberty.com. That's LightYourLiberty.com. Wednesday the 18th is the day being set aside for national prayer services to remember all of those lost to Hurricane Dorian. Meanwhile, aid from the United States is being distributed to those in need. John Clements reports. There are no fully operational hospitals in the Bahamas left devastated by the hurricane that began September 1st with 185 mile-per-hour winds. Meanwhile, one facility has been set up by Samaritan's Purse, providing care to 100 patients a day. 
Mark Green of the U.S. Agency for International Development gives us an update on his team. This team on the ground is providing urgently needed aid, including basic food, shelter, and health support. USAID is working across the interagency, including with Health and Human Services and the U.S. Northern Command and U.S. Coast Guard for logistical support and to augment search and rescue operations. I'm John Clemens. 80s rock star Eddie Money passed away following complications from stage 4 esophageal cancer. He was 70 years old. The two tickets to Paradise Singer's death came less than a month after he announced that he had been diagnosed with the disease. Money received the diagnosis in the fall of 2018 while filming the second season of his Access TV reality series. The news was announced as the musician recovered from unrelated complications following a heart valve procedure over the summer. Over the course of his career, Eddie Money scored 11 top 30 hits on the Billboard Top 100 and his hit Take Me Home Tonight earned him a Grammy nomination. For USA Radio News, I'm John Hunt. Dish TV is better than cable TV. Why? Because you can save 45% on packages compared to your high-priced cable bill. Wow. Take those giant scissors out and cut the cable and save with Dish TV. Plus, you get a free DVR upgrade to record your favorite shows and free installation. And with Dish Anywhere, you can watch TV for free on your mobile device. Act fast. You can save hundreds of dollars. Does your cable company do that for you? Get all the best TV programming at your fingertips at a fraction of the price of cable TV. So say adios, arrivederci, goodbye to the high cable bill, and save up to 45% on Dish TV packages today. These are limited time offers and can change at any time. Call fast. 800-405-2561. 800-405-2561. 800-405-2561. That's 800-405-2561. The second nine, the finishing holes, the closing stretch. It starts now. Here's the back nine, our number two of Real Golf Radio. With the steady, stripe it down the middle. Make every putt because it's in your blood, Bob Casper. And that better lucky than good handled dragon flipper, Brian Taylor. Here's Brian and Bob. Hey there, and welcome in. It's hour number two, the back nine of Real Golf Radio. I'm Brian Taylor, alongside Bob Casper, son of the Hall of Famer, Billy Casper. Thank you so much for joining us here in hour number two. We got a great one for you. Uh, Tony Finau is going to stop by. We're going to catch up with him about his year and the short off season, the quick turnaround, and the new season for Tony Finau, including who he cast his ballot for for player of the year. Was it Rory or Brooks? And then also his thoughts on making Tiger Woods' upcoming President's Cup team. It's all coming up here on the back nine, hour number two, plus a little tech talk with our good friend Dave Neville from Callaway Golf. He's a senior director of brand management. They got some new wedges out. The MD5s now available for pre-order. You can jump out and do that online at callawaygolf.com. We'll get all the inside scoop as to why you want some jaws in your golfing life. Coming up later here on the show, here on hour number two, the back nine of Real Golf Radio. And then, of course, continuing the conversation, Bob. It's a hot topic of the week, certainly. Player of the year went to Rory McIlroy. PGA's point system went to Brooks Kepka. Most people think it should have stayed the same. And I'll tell you what, looking at that Jack Nicholas video, it almost felt like Rory thought the same thing that everyone <laughs> else is saying. He was he was really surprised. Yeah, he was surprised. It's pretty interesting. For the last, I guess, 24, 27 years, it's been both have been uh, PGA Tour and uh, PGA of America. 
a player player of the year. And this is this is kind of the first time it's been carved out. So it's kind of interesting. Uh, a lot of controversy about it. Uh, a lot of guys saying uh, some interesting things about it. So that's for sure. Well, controversy or not, I don't think Brooks is too beat up about it. Rory's certainly happy to pick up three of those Nicholas trophies now. Gives and Brooks were fodder for his uh, next year. Oh, he's going to get a little chip on the shoulder thing? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. All right, I'll show you guys. I'll show you what it's all about. Hey, Tony Fino is going to show us what's about. He joins us next right here on Real Golf Radio. You love crushing the long ball. Well, so do the pros. That's why they play Callaway. And that's why Callaway is now the number one driver on major tours worldwide. Led by the Epic Flash, with Flash Face technology, Callaway used artificial intelligence to completely maximize distance and deliver ball speed you didn't even know was possible. Basically, they used crazy science to solve very important things like hitting more bombs. What a world. Go own the tee box like the pros. Build your epic flash driver today at CallawayGolf.com. The new Chrome Soft is better from tee to green. To maximize control, you need a ball with a soft, thin cover. Chrome Soft has a tour urethane cover, which feels incredible. Under the cover is the mantle. The guys in R&D at Callaway have tuned this layer to produce a more penetrating ball flight from 50 to 125 yards. Distance control in the scoring zone is everything. More control means more birdies. And I like birdies. This is the dual soft fast core. So what does it do? It produces ultra low spin off the driver for incredibly fast ball speed yet the core is still soft enough for you to compress the ball off the long irons. It's extremely soft and extremely fast. That's the secret behind Chrome Soft. The new Chrome Soft from Callaway. It's the ball that changed the ball. We just changed the putter. Now you need to change yours. A multi-material shaft enabled a radical shift in weight distribution, resulting in a putter designed to improve your actual stroke. Because a better stroke helps make more putts. This is a stroke of genius. Stroke Lab from Odyssey, the number one putter in golf. At the first tee. We believe a good grip can be the foundation for success both on and off the golf course. We don't just teach golf, we teach life skills. And help drive young people to be the next generation of great mentors. To learn more, visit thefirsttee.org. Big Bertha. It's an iconic name, some of the longest and straightest clubs in all of golf. Well, now, the legend just got even easier to hit. The new Big Bertha irons from Callaway are powered by a suspended energy core, a totally new construction to deliver easy launch, long, consistent distance with incredible sound and feel. This is by far Callaway's easiest-to-launch distance iron ever. Get big-time distance now. Experience Big Bertha irons today at your local golf shop, or at CallawayGolf.com. Now back to Real Golf Radio with Brian and Bob. 
All right, welcome back to Real Golf Radio. Brian and Bob with you. Thanks for joining us. This segment brought to you by Callaway and the new Groove in Golf. The most aggressive Groove in Golf, the new Jaws MD5 from Callaway. It's available online at CallawayGolf.com, and you can begin pre-order now, and you can pick them up starting next week, next Friday. They are available. Go to CallawayGolf.com, the most aggressive groove in golf. We'll find out more about that coming up later on this hour with our Tech Talk with Dave Neville from Callaway Golf. In the meantime, really excited about our next guest. He's a good friend of the show. He's been kind enough to spend some time with us in the past, but it's been a little while since we've had him on. He's got uh, getting ready for this uh, new season, and hopefully a President's Cup bid, wanted to find out the player of the year, much, much more. Here he is. Uh, you know him. You love him. Tony Finau, kind enough to join us. Tony, how are you? Yeah, doing well. Thanks for having me on again, guys. It has been a little bit. Yeah, it's good to catch up with you. You you have had a busy year. I, I mean, it's – boy, I, I was going to ask you how your off season went, but that was just last week. So um, <laughs> another another season already underway, huh? Yeah, the off season lasted about two weeks. So we're, we're getting ready again and uh, – you know, it's it's been a great it was a great summer. I had some good golf, a lot of travel, so I did take a few days off. But PJ Tour doesn't uh, doesn't give you a lot of time off and a lot of time to breathe. But um, it, it has been nice being home for a couple of weeks. And you're getting ready to travel again, aren't you? I am. Yeah, I I leave soon here to London and uh, for the BMW Championships, and then I'll head over to Scotland for the Dunhill Link. So. Um, no, no rest for the weary, what they say. That's <laughs> <laughs> uh, good why you can get it though, right? Uh, so the BMW, interesting. I want to ask you about that. So you play, you play over there at uh, Carnoustie, of course, the old course at St Andrews and Kings Barnes. You know, put that up against the Monterey Peninsula when AT and T. I mean, those are two pretty darn good stops along some oceans. There are two different sides of the Atlantic, but uh, how would you compare or contrast those two events? Yeah, I, I love both of the events. I played the AT and T. Uh, I think four times, and then you know I just played the Dunhill Links last year. I they're they're different, you know. They're both you know high quality golf courses and um, just different type of golf. Though you know you got the Links, St Andrews, Carnoustie, and Kingsbarn, um, some of the best Links golf courses in the world. My my favorite Links course of all time is Kingsbarn. Mm. Uh, having having played it for the first time last year, I just think when you have the contrast of uh, of Link style golf on an ocean, it's really hard, really hard to beat. So yeah. uh, it's just they're different, you know. I enjoy both, and but you know I'm becoming a huge fan of Lynx golf. You know I, I enjoy um, playing over there and, and playing in front of those fans and and just being you know across the pond uh, and enjoying some golf. So I look forward to playing that uh, that event again this year. And I'm teamed up with uh, my good friend and, and his sponsor Ryan Smith from Qualtrics. So we we had a chance to win actually last year. So we're gonna we're gonna go and try and win this year. That'll be that'll be a lot of fun. Ryan's a player too, huh? Yeah. Yeah, he's good. You know, he's a two two handicap, and uh, and he's and his two travels well. Just in that, he can uh, his game travels. You know, he can he can play some good golf. Uh, you know, outside of his home club, sometimes when amateurs say they're a two, that kind of scares me. I'm like, well, if you're a two on your home course, that means maybe you're like a nine. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that the truth? So I'm you like a fifteen, in, Bob. Yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah, you are. <laughs> you see that in pro ams and stuff like that, don't you? And it, yeah. and it's kind of concerning. What do you like about uh, what do you like about the Lynx golf? Yeah, I I love how how you know how much you have to think and um, how creative you have to be. You you have so many options off the tee, into the green, around the green. Um, I, I like playing in wind. I've, I've never had uh, with my speed. I've never had uh, trouble knocking the ball down, um, and so I I enjoy playing in wind. 
So I think just those things um, I enjoy, and I and I and I think just I enjoy how different it is than the golf uh, I grew up playing. You know, just pretty traditional golf courses, tree lines, and um, you know, fast, firm, thick, rough. So just I think being that it's different, I enjoy I enjoy the challenge of that of links golf. So I've I've played some good golf, um, some of my best golf in links style golf courses, which is which is pretty cool. Tony Fino joining us here on Real Golf Radio. I'm still stuck on that traveling handicap. It's 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 it is it's true. It's, it's, <laughs> I, well, the, you, it's, okay, this is this is a problem. So there are two at their home club. So they they give them a two handicap for a uh, you know a PJ Tour Pro Am, but they're playing a PJ Tour golf course that's primed the day before a PJ Tour event. Um, so the golf course is playing really tough. So there's just no way that your two is going to travel onto a PJ Tour course and, and you're still going to be a two. So. That's the only that's the only issue. It's not that they're not uh, a true two at their home club, but um, tra- a traveling a traveling two handicap is a little different, I think, than a, than a two at your home club. That's all I'm trying to say. Yeah, no, 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 no. I, I'm with you. In fact, what was, what was Lee Trevino's quote? If you if you think you're ready for the tour, go out and play five golf courses you've never played before and shoot 66 or better, and then then maybe you're ready. Or so. it was something along those lines. I mean, playing the same course every day is a completely different scenario than what you've got going on, right? <laughs> yeah, well, just uh, but I, I enjoy that type of challenge. That's you know, PJ Tour golf. We play different grass every week, different conditions, um, different golf course. You know, and and even the same golf course we play could be the uh, diff- different from Thursday to Sunday. You know, from the time we play on, you know, like Augusta. Sometimes you know, you're playing on Thursday, and and it seems like each day the greens get faster, the course gets firmer, and and by Sunday, you know, the back nine of a Sunday, the greens are lightning tight. It's just, uh, we almost a different course than what we played on Thursday. So um, it's, def- it's definitely, it's definitely that way. You know, we have to, we have to learn how to adapt on the PJ tour level and um, you know, something I'm still trying to learn, but I feel like I've done a pretty good job. So what you mentioned, the firmness and the, and the speed, what else is about, or, or is that the key difference between what you would see on a tour setup versus even that same golf course on a non-tour setup? Yeah, I, I would just, I would say just the firmness and the, um, and the speed of the greens, um, but they, you know, they do a good job of, of tucking pins, and you can't really attack the golf course. You're not hitting the fairway, so it starts from the tee box, um, and then you know, uh, around the greens, if you short side yourself, you know, those are real tough shots uh, on, on the PJ Tour courses. So I think, you know, the way they tuck the pins and, and how fast the greens are, you've got to be very precise, and that starts from the tee box. You know, you hit the fairway, and you're going to set yourself up for a lot of birdie looks, and if you don't, then um, you'll be making a lot of bogeys on tour. So, Tony, you're, you're, we're already talking about your coming year and your, you know, starting a new season and that kind of thing. How would you assess your 2019 season and what you were able to accomplish? Of course, finishing uh, seventh in the FedEx Cup rankings and twelfth in the official World Golf rankings. Tell us what your thoughts are about your year. Yeah, my biggest my biggest goal going into 2019 season. Uh, was to win on the PGA Tour, and that's something that I wasn't able to do. Um, so I, you know, I'm hungry to do that again and have that feeling again and, and try to win. But as I look at the overall season and the strides that I've made in my game, man, I can't be disappointed in the season. I had a great year, and I and I capped it off with a, a solid performance in the playoffs. Um, you know, and, and an under high pressure situation. So you know, I had a chance to win the Masters. You can't say that every season. Um, you know, I had a true chance to, you know, I was in the final group and, um, and had an, a great opportunity to, to put on a green jacket, something I dreamed of my whole life. 
So as I look back on the experiences, I think 2019 is going to be um, a year where I've seen a lot of growth. And, um, you know, I, I look back and it was a great, it was a great year. I played well in some, some big events. Um, didn't play as well as other events as I would have liked. But uh, as I look at the overall year, um, uh, you know, I'm very, um, very satisfied with the year that I had just in that um, I, I, I executed in a lot of big events. Um, you know, my, I had my highest finish in a major championship and I had a, and I had a chance to win the green jacket. Those are some pretty exciting things for me. No doubt. And playing alongside Tiger Woods in a historic win for him. I know you'd rather have been that historic for you, but uh, nonetheless, if you're, if, if it doesn't end up being you to be in that position, that's pretty special. I mean, it's a part of history, right? Yeah, no doubt. It's cool. You know, I, um, I gave myself a chance to win. And when I knew I, I wasn't going to walking up the 18th fairway, it was pretty fun to, to see Tiger, all the fans, uh, it, it was, probably the greatest thing for our game to have Tiger, uh, you know, make a comeback like that and, and, you know, get back to the top of the hill in the golf world. So really, really cool to be a part of. And, um, and as I look back now, it's, uh, it was pretty special to be in that group. Yeah, that's great stuff, Tony. Hey, hang on one second for us. We have to take a short break. When we come back with Tony Finau, how does he like his chances of making Tiger's president's cup team and who got his vote for player of the year? Rory, or Brooks. That's all coming up next on Real Golf Radio. I'm Bob Casper with the Casby Real Estate Group, where we have more than 40 years of combined real estate experience in Utah. We understand that the way people buy and sell is rapidly changing, and life's biggest moves can be a stressful experience. At the Casby Real Estate Group, we provide cutting-edge technology, innovative marketing strategies, and skilled negotiation to help you reach your goals. We care about what you care about, and our most important partnership is with you. That's why I'm with Casby Real Estate Group at iPro Realty Network, where we pride ourselves on life's biggest moves simplified. Tee it up at Uinta Golf with their sizzling summer savings specials. Look for hot deals on items like TaylorMade TP5 Picks Golf Balls, now two dozen for only $80. Cleveland CBX Wedges for only $99.99. That's a $30 savings. And save up to $200 on Rogue Irons. Just a few of the hot specials you'll find now at Uinta Golf Shop sizzling summer savings. Uinta Golf, home of the 90-day satisfaction guarantee, serving golfers since 1970. Introducing the Amazing Rewards for Business 321 program. With the Amazing Rewards for Business Visa credit card from Zions Bank, you earn three points for select business purchases, two points for travel, and one point for all other purchases. Learn more about the Amazing Rewards 321 program at ZionsBank.com or your local Zions Bank. Zions Bank, we haven't forgotten who keeps us in business. Subject to credit approval, terms, conditions, and restrictions apply. Zions Bank, a division of ZBNA member FDIC. So you've thought about LASIK surgery, but you're hesitant. I get it. It's your eyes, and while it's a hassle to deal with contacts and glasses, the thought of a laser in your eye sounds painful and scary. Well, let me tell you, I had the same feelings until I went to Hoops Vision for my free evaluation. I was super impressed with the time they spent, and they put all my concerns to rest. I left excited and confident knowing that I was in the best hands with the latest technology. The day of the surgery was easy. No pain, comfortable massage chairs, and warm chocolate chip cookies to help me relax. And then the miracle. Within a few minutes, I could see. 
It's an amazing feeling, and now I can see where my golf ball goes, and I enjoy wearing sunglasses and not dealing with contacts that dry up out in the sun and the wind. It's why major champions like Mike Weir chose Hoops Vision. Hoops Vision is world-renowned, and with new techniques such as smile and camera, there are more options than ever before. Visit HoopsVision.com today and schedule your free consultation. Mention Real Golf Radio, and you could save $1,000 off your procedure. More choices, more experience, better vision at Hoops Vision. Hi, fellow sports fans. It's Ned Siegfried. What would we do without sports? Following our favorite sports teams, whether it be the Jazz or the Utes or the Cougs, takes our mind off the many challenges in life. Accidents and their resulting injuries are certainly unexpected challenges that many people are forced to deal with. If you're one of these people, we'd love to talk to you about your situation. Call us at 801-222-2222. We'll talk to you for free. Or visit us at SiegfriedandJensen.com. Now back to Real Golf Radio, talking golf back when 300-yard drives were big. For real, here's Brian and Bob. All right, welcome back. Continuing our conversation with Tony Finau. Speaking of Tiger, Tiger's uh, President's Cup captain, you finished number nine on the uh, points list that's just outside. Uh, Bob and I have talked about this for some time as we followed the points list. Not really a precedent for set for not picking the guy that's just outside the automatic qualifier. So from our standpoint, from an analysis standpoint, we feel like you're in, that you're going to be on that team. Plus, you had a tremendous performance over in France in the Ryder Cup last year. What are your thoughts? I'm sure you would rather have just made it a done deal by cracking the top eight. But what are your thoughts and what kind of conversations that you've had with Tiger as a captain and a potential team member coming up in Australia? Yeah, but yeah, one of my other goals um, starting the year was to make the make the President's Cup on points, and I, I just about did it. You know, I, I gave myself a great chance um, at the BMW. I think if I would have finished solo third, I ended up finishing solo fourth, so just one out and um, wasn't able to sneak on the team. But um, I, yeah, I, I'd like to just say, you know, I like my chances. You know, I haven't had I've had no conversations with Tiger um, about the President's Cup at all, and um, I don't I don't intend to. You know, I, I look forward to playing in the fall and. Um, you know, to me, the, um, you know, the president's cup would be a really cool team to be a part of and, you know, another international team, um, that I can compete in and, and, you know, hopefully he does pick me and, and I have a chance to play on Tiger's first, uh, team as a captain and, and try and bring him a victory. So I, yeah, I mean, I do like my chances, but you know, he's, he's the captain. Um, I didn't play my way on the team, so I, you know, I'm going to try and play some good golf this fall and, and, and hopefully he picks me. You know, some interesting stuff came out this week, especially with Rory McIlroy being uh, the player of the year. Your thoughts about that and uh, and the differences between um, Rory and Brooks Kepka, and why you think Rory or Brooks should have had it? Yeah, so I, I have a lot of respect for both players, both unbelievable golfers. Going to go down as Hall of Fame players. Um, uh, I, I believe this season uh, was Brooks Kepka's um, year. I think. He, he should have been crown player of the year and, and not to take anything away from Rory because he had a fantastic year. But when I look at uh, the accolades and, and compare them, uh, you have Brooks who didn't finish outside fourth place in a major championship. Uh, that's in all four majors. He had a first place, a second, a second, and a fourth. Um, so he won a major. Uh, outside of that, you know, that alone is 
something to hang your hat on. But outside of that, he won a WGC event, um, you know, beating Rory. And then he won another PJ Tour event outside of that. So he won three times and, and never finished worse than a fourth. That's tough. To me, that's tough to beat, especially if uh, the guy you're going up against um, didn't win a major. Just We put so much emphasis on a major championship. Um, so I, you know, I, I do think Brooks, uh, in my head, was the player of the year, but both had incredible seasons. Rory played extremely well, and I think um, he's quoted as saying it was, his, it was the best year of his career. So, um, you know, it, 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 I could see how it could go both ways. Uh, in my head, though, I think Brooks had the more impressive season just going off of his uh, major championship performance and, and winning a WGC and another tour event. Um, it's hard to top that. And he was really the guy to beat all year, don't you think? I mean, he whenever we seem to have a big event, especially a major championship, he was the guy to beat. And to me, that says player of the year. Yeah, no question. He was the one with, you know, all the eyes were on every big event. And it was like, you know, I couldn't believe how well he, he performed in all the majors. I mean, I don't know what his record is for the last dozen majors, but it's something extremely impressive. Um, but, you know, if we put so much emphasis on major championships, then to be player of the year, I, I believe you have to hold one of those. And, um, you know, I, I, yeah, yeah, that's just, it carries so much weight winning a major championship and the way he performs in all the majors, having a WGC, I think that's, I think that's hard to top. Um, so, you know, obviously <laughs> you guys know where my vote went, but I, <laughs> I, you know, both, both, both had incredible seasons and, um, you know, congrats to Rory on, on another player of the year. That's pretty incredible. That's his third Jack Nicholas award and, uh, you know, something to hang your hat on, no doubt. So you're going to play the BMW and the Dunhill Links. What's the rest of your schedule this fall um, before we start uh, 2020? Yeah, um, I'm going to play Vegas right after Dunhill Links. Uh, I'll come back and play Vegas. So that'll be my first PGA Tour event. Um, and then I'll take uh, a couple weeks off. And then I'll head over to Asia on the PGA Tour. We'll play in Japan and then play in China. And that's that's about it, you know, and then. Um, Tigers invited me to his uh, event in the Bahamas, and so I'll go play that. And then, you know, hopefully the, the President's Cup. So that's that's kind of what my schedule is. Really, um, really soft schedule in the fall. Um, you know, I'm, I'm trying to work on some things and, and continue to get better. And sometimes you got to do that away from tournament golf. So um, I do look forward to playing a few events, but it's uh, you know, I I look forward to to this fall. Tony Fino, our guest here on Real Golf Radio, and of course, uh, we'd be remiss not to mention all the work you do off the golf course with your foundation and all the charitable contributions. You stay really involved and really busy that way. Um, maybe just tell our listeners a little bit about what they don't see. They see you between the ropes. They see you on TV, but uh, what are some of the other things that you've been uh, busy with? Yeah, just, you know, my foundation is very extremely important to me. Um, you know, just giving back to my community and I'm trying to inspire the next generation of, uh, of kids. You know, we're, we're in the process of putting up our learning center, which is something that's extremely exciting for me and uh, something that we've been working hard on. So to get the, the support from, you know, Utah and, and all my sponsors has been uh, has been really cool. Um, you know, I I think I as I look at, you know, how, how I've been blessed with the game of golf, you know, it'd be selfish for me not to, you know, not to give back and, um, and, and just do my part. Uh, you know, I, I feel it's a privilege to have that opportunity. So it's it's cool to be in a position to do that. And, you know, having my foundation now is, um, means a lot to me. So we're going to try and continue to do some good work uh, on the golf course uh, and, and, and especially off it. 
Well, congratulations and well done on all of that as well. And, uh, hey, by the way, the, the video was fun. You, your, your son was pretty excited when he got to 200 miles an hour on your ball speed the other day. <laughs> Thanks. That was a lot of fun. It took, uh, took 12 balls. So um, it, was, uh, it was a challenge that I had. I, I, I gave myself, you know, all summer because I got to mid-190s um, early in the summer. And, and I told Boyd, I said, we're going to crack 200 this year uh, at the end of the summer. So. Now that it was off season, we felt like it was necessary to, to crank a few, and, and I was fortunate to get it to 200. <laughs> Probably not going to see that swing on tour, though, right? <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, that's so, awesome. Good so stuff. Funny. Yeah, that was good. Tony Finau joining us here on Real Golf Radio. Really appreciate Tony taking some time uh, to be with us. 200-mile-an-hour ball speed. Uh, I don't know if you saw the video on social media, but essentially he said earlier in the day, he was up at Victory Ranch just above uh, Park City, Utah, and he was saying, oh, look, we're going to stay out here until we figure it out. His coach, Boyd Summerhays, was there. His son, Drace, uh, I think as I say it, was there. And they, they had the track man going, and they were working on it, and he finally hit 200 ball speed. 200. 200 mile an hour ball speed. Unbelievable. It's crazy. With his gamer driver. Yeah, it's not it's not something like a long drive drive guy would use. This was his gamer driver that he uses on the PGA Tour, which is probably two inches shorter than a oh yeah long drive. Oh yeah, it's probably forty five and a half, forty six, and forty eight is the longest you can do. So yeah, yeah. absolutely. <laughs> Pretty crazy. He's got a lot in the tank, and he only swings at about barely over a half swing. It looks like most of the time. Oh, I know. You know, the yeah, one thing got- I didn't get a chance to ask him, Bob, is he talked about how he likes playing Lynx golf and keeping it low. How mm-hmm. do you, how does he, how does he keep that so darn low? I mean, he can hit a bullet that would graze the hair off the top of my head if I had any. Yeah. If you had any. Yeah. But yes, um, he, you know, it's, it's, it's all about technique. It's all about uh, the way you hit golf shots and that kind of thing. And, and uh, he loves that type of golf. That's unbelievable. He's he also, played pretty good there the last two years. So, oh, man. Yeah, he loves it. Yeah, really interesting. Uh, I'd like to go over and watch that Dunhill Link sometime. That looks that sounds like a lot of fun. Looks, I mean, the, he's right. Three best golf courses, and he said his favorite Lynx course is Kings Barnes. When you and I went over and played that back in 2005, it was only yep. a few years old, but it looked like it had been there for centuries, and we both thought the same thing. We were like, this is fantastic. It, it didn't miss a step from the other courses that we played. No, and we played some great ones. We played Carnoustie, and we played the old course at St. Andrews. And uh, But, yeah, Kings Barnes is a phenomenal golf course. We played that on my birthday in 2005. That was a good birthday. Yeah, it's a great present. Yeah, it was very nice. All right, the other thing that he mentioned was his vote for player of the year. We talked to the caddy about this in hour number one, and you and I have discussed this for the last couple of weeks. But uh, surprised when the announcement was made that it was Rory and not Brooks voted by the players. And here you hear Tony say, yeah, uh, I voted. You know who I voted for? It was for Brooks Kepka. Yeah, and, you know, as, as we've documented, we've talked about Players' Championship, RBC Canadian Open, and Tour Championship, which included the FedEx Cup um, in, the, uh, in the playoffs. Those were Rory's wins. Brooks Kepka had the CJ Cup, um, which is in Asia. Um, he had the PGA Championship and the WGC FedEx Cup. Uh, FedEx St. Jude Invitational. So, um, so you know, they both had three. Uh, you know, I give the the nod to Brooks with a PGA Championship, no doubt. Rory had 14 of 19 starts that were top 10s. Brooks had nine of 21. You know, the, the, the knock on Brooks is that he doesn't 
he doesn't stay interested when it's not a major or when it's probably not one of the one of the the top events and uh and so you know he might have got some some help there in that section about you know playing the most consistent year and that kind of thing 14 of 19 top 10s that's impressive um, it is impressive but plus the Varden trophy you don't count your career on top 10s no so this is interesting to me majors masters 20 tied for 21st for for Rory second tied for second in the masters for Brooke Kep's, Brooks Kepka PGA championship tied for 8th for Rory Brooks Kepka won. U.S. Open tied for ninth for Rory. Brooks Kepka finished second. And Open Championship, Rory missed the cut. Brooks Kepka finished tied for fourth. Yeah. I mean, look, that's, yeah, the dominant, he was dominant in the majors. It's just yep. whether you're giving weight to the majors or you're giving weight to the tour season. And the overall season, Rory had a longer, more consistent run. Brooks had it more impactful at the major championships. There's no doubt. Yep. And apparently yep. the players spoke for the overall tour experience. So anyway, that's what we've been debating. It, it really, at the end of the day, I don't think Brooks Kepka cares. I mean, he might a little bit, but hardly, I think he's fine. So it's an interesting discussion. More on that from our number one. You can check it out on our Twitter page at real golf. If you missed any of our number one coming up next tech talk, our discussion with Dave Neville, senior director of brand management for Callaway golf, the new MD five jaws wedges from Callaway, the most aggressive groove in golf. You'll find out details next right here on real golf radio. So you've thought about LASIK surgery, but you're hesitant. I get it. It's your eyes, and while it's a hassle to deal with contacts and glasses, the thought of a laser in your eye sounds painful and scary. Well, let me tell you, I had the same feelings until I went to Hoops Vision for my free evaluation. I was super impressed with the time they spent, and they put all my concerns to rest. I left excited and confident knowing that I was in the best hands with the latest technology. The day of the surgery was easy. No pain, comfortable massage chairs, and warm chocolate chip cookies to help me relax. And then the miracle. Within a few minutes, I could see. It's an amazing feeling, and now I can see where my golf ball goes, and I enjoy wearing sunglasses and not dealing with contacts that dry up out in the sun and the wind. It's why major champions like Mike Weir chose Hoops Vision. Hoops Vision is world-renowned, and with new techniques such as smile and camera, there are more options than ever before. Visit HoopsVision.com today and schedule your free consultation. Mention Real Golf Radio, and you could save $1,000 off your procedure. More choices, more experience, better vision at Hoops Vision. And here's Ricky on 12. What a comeback it's been for him today. Pin placement is a little tricky. We're seeing something... uh... Something is getting closer. Holy. What the? And that'll cost him. It can be dangerous to drive while distracted. Yet at any daytime moment, almost 660,000 drivers across the country are using electronic devices while they drive. Join me and commit to always driving distraction-free. We are farmers. The new OGO Alpha Convoy golf bags set a new standard for what cart bags should be. The new OGO Shadow Fuse 304 stand bag is ultra sleek, but there's nothing simple about it. The OGO Alpha is inspired by tactical military gear and high-performance equipment from the outdoor industry. 
While the Shadow's integrated design and finest performance materials work seamlessly to deliver absolute efficiency for unmatched performance. Both are in stores now or check it out at OGO.com. You can tell a lot about a golfer by the way he sets his hands on the club. Is he squeezing the life out of it or is it like he's cradling a newborn baby? Holding it light so he can feel the club head eliminates tension, increases swing speed, and improves accuracy. These are the things our grips promote. Because the secret to golf isn't how you put your hands on the club, it's the way you put your hands on a wind grip. Win, play your best golf. You love crushing the long ball. Well, so do the pros. That's why they play Callaway. And that's why Callaway is now the number one driver on major tours worldwide. Led by the Epic Flash, with Flash Face technology, Callaway used artificial intelligence to completely maximize distance and deliver ball speed you didn't even know was possible. Basically, they used crazy science to solve very important things like hitting more bombs. What a world. Go own the tee box like the pros. Build your epic flash driver today at CallawayGolf.com. You're listening to Brian Taylor and Bob Casper, talking golf since Jordan Spieth was in first grade. You started it. That's real golf radio. All right, welcome back to Real Golf Radio. Brian and Bob with you. Thanks for being with us here. Time for some tech talk. Time to get into the nuts and bolts and the inside scoop on a brand new product from our partners at Callaway Golf. And always a pleasure to welcome back to the show our good friend. He's the Senior Director of Brand Management for Woods, Irons, Wedges. And we're going to talk some wedges today, which is one of my favorite things to talk about. I love wedges. They are a really almost like a uh, a piece of jewelry in a sense there's some there's a sex appeal about wedges and I absolutely love talking about them there's you there's so many things about the different styles the grinds the grooves everything that goes into it and so when you see a brand new product come out it's entitled jaws with their MD5 wedges we got to get Dave on to talk about it and Dave Neville joins us right now hey Dave how are you man Hey, guys. Good to be with you guys. Hey, good to have you on the show as well. So, first of all, uh, the the Jaws stands out. I mean, I, I've seen what you've done on social media, the, the, the promo videos. Uh, tell us a little bit about where this name comes from. So, the Jaws is a wedge, uh, the name that we had from, from about 10 years ago. And that wedge had the reputation of just having a ton and ton of, of spin. And so... When we presented this new line, we were going to just continue with the MD5 line. We presented it to our CEO, Chip Brewer, and we, we showed him the groove technology that we had. He said, we got to do something different. We got to bring back the Jaws name. And everybody got excited about that. Roger Cleveland has been designing wedges for us for 23 years, was excited about it. So with Jaws, it all starts with the groove. And not, so, so what is it then? So you mentioned it's groove, but, but what is this groove and why is it called Jaws? Yeah, it's a proprietary um, Jaws groove. And what that really means is we focus a lot on the edge radius. So now we're getting into some deep tech talk. But people think on wedges, the groove, how big the groove is, how deep it is, is the most important thing. Well, that's helpful for channeling away grass and dirt and all of that. But what really grabs the ball where you get the spin from is the edge of the groove. We call it the edge radius. So We've been able to make a really, really tight edge radius using some of the proprietary tools that we have, 
And then in between each groove, we have that groove and groove technology, which are little micro positives that help grab the ball. So you have these 84 contact points on the face to grab the ball and just give you a tremendous amount of spin. So how has it been received as far as testing is concerned, um, as far as uh, I'm sure you've had players uh, testing the product and that kind of thing? What, what have been the, the results or, or the feedback from it? Really positive results, Bob. And where they're seeing it the most is really from 40 yards and in because the, all of these top wedges are going to spin a lot out of a perfect lie, you know, full 60-degree sand wedge or – uh, a full 56 degree, but it's really when you get in the rough, when you get around the green, when you get inside 40 yards and in, that's where we're seeing a difference. And we're seeing more than 10% more spin on the jaws versus where we were with MB4. And that's, that wedge spun uh, a ton. So over 550 RPM more spin than you would have on, on the MD4. And that's going to be noticeable around the green. Dave Neville joining us, Callaway Golf. Dave, wouldn't you say from the 40 yards and in, I'll even go to 60 yards and in, that seems to be a massive difference. I'm Oh, well, it's gargantuan uh, between what guys on tour can do with their wedges, the ability to stop the ball and, and even spin the ball in certain directions, the way they control it. It's a big difference between the, the amateur player. And and I see when, when we're trying to take stuff off, when we're trying to hit half shots, that's And again, greens are in the green technology and the way the mowers are and rollers and everything, greens are getting firmer and faster. And so I see there's a, there's a big challenge with the amateur golfer in trying to get the ball close to the hole when they're either short-sided or they just come up short trying to go for a par five in two or things like that. And then trying to, from that point in time, oftentimes you will see players hit it further from the pin from 40 yards than they might even from 100 yards. So to me, having something that will help them stop the ball and I say them, I mean me, uh, stop the ball w- with these short shots is crucial. Yeah, I mean, that's big, and that's one of the reasons why we have these five different grinds. So we really feel like we have a grind for every player's technique and the different conditions that they that they play in. So when, when you're out in Colorado or even Utah, tighter conditions, we have some low-bounce uh, options. We even have a new low-bounce W, and that comes from Roger's work on tour, We've had that high bounce W, that wide sole for a long time, but he was grinding for a lot of players and making this low bounce W option. So now we've, we've tooled that up and we've brought that to the, to the line. So we have something for everybody from the C grind all the way up to a, to a W grind from eight degrees of bounce all the way to a wide sole with 12 degrees of bounce. So talk a little bit about the shape and, and the look and the material used. Uh, you, you've mentioned Roger Cleveland a couple times and you said, that he's really excited about this wedge. He's calling it his greatest creation. And for a guy who's been making wedges for over 40 years, that is a pretty strong statement. It's one we've been working on a long time. And I think what excites him is the technology of the groove, but also the shaping and all of the options that we have. One thing that he worked hard on is in the lower loft, so in a 46, a 48, a 50, even the in the 52, making those shapes blend in really well with your iron set. So some of the feedback from the better players and from tour players was the, the shape was a little bit big in that pitching wedge specifically, so pitching and gap wedge, so we, we fixed that. So 54 and up, it's the same size, but when you go 52 and below, it's a little bit smaller, it blends better, 
with your pitching wedge set, I think that's going to help us on tour and it's going to help us with a better player for sure. I think that's an interesting thing. So would, do you have guys that will opt to not use the pitching wedge that comes in their iron set, for instance, and go right to the wedge? I mean, how, how popular oh, yeah. of a move is that? Very popular, very popular because they see those clubs as scoring clubs, mm. you know, where a regular amateur, they might have the A wedge from their Apex iron set or Apex pro because they're just kind of using that as a distance club. We'll call it kind of like a 10 iron. Um, but when you get into the, the Jaws lineup, you're getting a lot more spin, a lot more precision with, with the groove. So for tour players, a lot of them swap out for sure their gap wedge, but most of them also on their pitching wedge as well. They want to play a, a wedge that's designed to, to spin and score they want to be able to hit all those shots around the green with it as well. So would the distance meet there? Like, for instance, if you're looking at it back in that number category, seven, eight, nine. if your pitching wedge is your 10 wedge, if you will, or 10 iron, like you said, are you going to have similar distance uh, as you would using the Jaws pitching wedge versus the pitching wedge from your set? It really depends. It's a great question. It really depends on what iron set you're coming from, and that's one of the reasons why it's really important to get fit. So – when you're coming, for example, from like a big Bertha iron or maybe even from a, an Apex or an Epic Forge, those pitching wedges are going to have a ton of distance technology still in them. They're really meant to hit the ball a certain distance and, and hit it far. With the jaws, it's about spin and control and the launch angle. So you really need to get fit in there because you could have that, that gap. One thing we're seeing in the marketplace it used to be 52, 56, 60. Everybody went 52, 56, 60 in their wedges. But now, in the iron sets, the pitching wedges are getting stronger. The nine irons are getting stronger. And so we're seeing a lot more 50, 54, 58 combos for, for players and kind of moving towards that, that stronger side where with the 58 and 60, you can still hit all of the same shots. You open the face, it has the same grinds that are uh, there. But it's become a lot more popular. We're selling a lot more 50, 54, 58 combos. So you've talked about, um, and you've mentioned the word grind a couple of times. Uh, mm -hmm. Tell us about the grinds that come along with this club and maybe what those grinds, the types of people or the types of conditions that, that, uh, that most amateurs would want um, as far as the grind is concerned. Yeah, so let's just define the, the grind because I was throwing that out there without uh, defining it. But, but grind is really, if you look at a full sole of a wedge, taking relief off of that sole in, in different ways, in different shapes, to allow for different player types and for different conditions. So let me walk through these grinds quickly. But you start at the low-bound side, the C grind. This is really it's our crescent sole. This is really for the shot maker, somebody who likes to open up the wedge around the green, hit all different types of shots. We have that C grind in eight degrees of bounce. Then we have that new low bounce W that I talked about. So this is a fuller sole, but it's still low bounce. Gives you a little bit extra help versus the C grind out of the bunker, but still for that player who has the shallow technique, typically for the better player. And then our S grind is our standard sole. That's going to fit the most amount of players, the most amount of conditions, 10 degrees of bounce. You can hit a lot of different shots with that. Really, that's our most popular wedge, or our best-selling wedge. And then the the X grind is our high bounce C for the player who tends to get steep, but it's still a shot maker. And then we finish with this the W grind that has our wider sole. Roger likes to call it the mini sure out. 
if you struggle out of the bunkers, you're playing soft conditions, the, the wide sole W grind is going to be the right one for you. So we feel like with five grinds, 23 different models, we have something for everybody. And the nice thing is if you didn't catch all of that right there that Dave was saying, you can go to CallawayGolf.com, click on the new wedges, and it walks you right through each of those grinds. And, and what I love about it is it gives you condition type. Like on the C grind, for instance, it says condition type firm, swing or divot style, sweeper or a shallow divot. That, that resonates with me. I love that because I'm definitely more of a sweeper. I know there's, I know there's pickers and diggers out there and it, mm-hmm. it makes sense that you would have different kinds of, uh, interaction with the turf if you were a digger than a picker. I mean, I, I prefer to sweep that thing. And so, um, if, if I had too much bounce, then what's, what happens to me if I swing something too much bounce is I tend to hit it skinny and, uh, you know, and might blade it in, in some of those crucial situations where I'm trying to get real delicate. So uh, this this is super helpful, what you have on the website. Yeah, we have a ton of content out there, and we actually we have those descriptions as you talked about. We also have what we call enhanced videos. So there's a different video for each of the grinds that you can walk through and find out more information uh, about that. There is an in-depth Callaway Talks with myself and the OG of Wedges, Roger Cleveland, where we spent about 35 minutes going through the entire line, and we took it deep. We went into everything in that video. So that video um, is is out there. So we got a ton of content to help people understand because we have a lot of models and it can be uh, confusing. So we're trying to help people understand which wedge is right for them. And then I mentioned right in the beginning how sexy these things are. You got the blue uh, finish on them, which is nice. And then you've got the, or the, the accents, and then you've got the two finish options there. Talk about those. Yeah, so we have the Platinum uh, Chrome, which is uh, a beautiful, it's not a high polish, but it's not a satin. It's kind of right in between there. Beautiful, beautiful finish. And then this Tour Gray, which we first had in the PM grind, got a lot of great feedback. That's a, a darker finish. Still played it, but a darker finish. And then we have this whole Callaway Customs lineup, BT, where you can go out and you can totally customize your wedge. So if you don't like the blue, you want to put the red in there, you can do that. You can get stamping, get your initials, different colors. We got emoji stamps. We got the fist bump out there. We got the muscle stamp. Anything you want, that's going to be available through Callaway Customs. You know I like the customs, don't you? No, customs are yeah. awesome. I like it. Well, huh? you're, you're kind of a tour player, BT, so we know you got to get them See? <laughs> See, now I'm, I'm going to be paying him. You know, that's that's I, dinner's on me, Dave. I got you, buddy. Thanks, man. I appreciate that. After after Tony's bashing me for uh, not traveling with a handicap, you know, at least, at least Dave gives me a little love back. <laughs> I appreciate sure. that. One thing I wanted to talk quickly about was about the, the shaft options. So we have the, the True Tepper, we have the Dynamic Old Tour Issue in the 115, which is our regular steel shaft. But now we have a graphite shaft as a stock option. So we're bringing the Catalyst from Project X as a graphite shaft in an 80-gram offering. So we know there's a lot of players who have these lightweight steel shafts or they're using graphite in their irons. Now we have a perfect complement in the wedges. I love it. I've been playing graphite in my irons for some time, and uh, I'm, I'm a big fan. I never thought I would, but it's good. the technology's come a long ways, and it, uh, it helps me with, uh, with some of the, the impact on the elbows and, and that sort of thing. So I'm, I'm not afraid. I'm not ashamed. I love them. So uh, really, really good stuff. So, Dave, when are these things available? So we're going to have them available for, for pre-sale on, on 9-13 and then actually in stores at retail on 9-20. So uh, next Friday, coming up soon. All right, awesome. We'll look forward to it. Thank you so much for the insight. Well done. Uh, I'm excited to hit these things. i got to get a couple uh, ordered out. I want to get part of this pre-sale and maybe do some customs work, a little BT stamp on there. I could go for that and uh, start start spinning some wedges like the tour guys. I like it. 
Thanks, guys. Thanks for, for having me on. And make sure you get out there and check out the new Callaway MD5 wedges. Jaws, that's all you need to know. Dave Neville's Senior Director of Brand Management for Callaway Golf. Uh, kind enough to join us right here for our Tech Talk discussion. Check it out at CallawayGolf.com. More of the show coming up next. Hey guys, it's a great time to get into Barbecue Pit Stop, Utah's barbecue pro shop, and get the tools you need to up your barbecue game. Barbecue Pit Stop has the best selection of the best smokers money can buy, like Traeger, Yoder, Big Green Egg, Kamado Joe, and more, plus over 200 rubs and sauces and lots of accessories. I know you're wondering if you really need another grill. Well, a smoker isn't another grill. It's an upgrade from your grill. I haven't turned on my gas grill since the day I got my smoker. Head into one of their three locations in Layton, Salt Lake, or Lehigh, or online at barbecuepitstop.com. Hi, it's Ned Siegfried. Siegfried & Jensen has been around a long time. We've been handling injury cases for over 30 years. During this time, Siegfried & Jensen has had the privilege of helping tens of thousands of Utahns. If you've had the misfortune of being injured in an accident, we'd love to help you as well. To talk to us for free about your situation, call us at 801-222-2222 or visit us at SiegfriedJensen.com. I'm Bob Casper with the Casby Real Estate Group, where we have more than 40 years of combined real estate experience in Utah. We understand that the way people buy and sell is rapidly changing, and life's biggest moves can be a stressful experience. At the Casby Real Estate Group, we provide cutting-edge technology, innovative marketing strategies, and skilled negotiation to help you reach your goals. We care about what you care about, and our most important partnership is with you. That's why I'm with Casby Real Estate Group at iPro Realty Network, where we pride ourselves on life's biggest moves simplified. Make you into golf, the place to shop for dads and grads with their summer savings sale happening now. Go faster and farther with the new Callaway Epic Flash Driver with flash face technology for more ball speed and distance. Get custom fit for free today. And measure your distance with Bushnell GPS and range finders and save up to $70. Choose from the Phantom, the Hybrid, or the Tour V4 Shift. Uinta Golf is your place to shop for the hottest golf gear this summer. Uinta Golf, home of the 90-day satisfaction guarantee. Hi, I'm Brent Brown. When I opened Brent Brown Toyota in 1999, I never dreamed that in 2016 would be Utah's number one volume new car dealership. And in early 2017, when we became the number one Metro Toyota dealership in the entire United States in customer loyalty, you can imagine how proud I was of my team. Simply put, no other dealer in Utah, or in the entire region for that matter, has as many repeat customers as Brent Brown Toyota in Orem. At Brent Brown Toyota, bending over backwards isn't just a slogan, it's our mission. And just because you get our low prices doesn't mean you have to give up on great service after the sale. In fact, people drive from all over Utah and beyond to get our incredible deals, and then they send their friends and family. You don't become number one in the nation by taking advantage of people and then never seeing them again. Excellence both during and after the sale is what keeps our customers coming back again and again. That's probably why Time Magazine recently selected us as the quality dealer of the year for Utah. So if it's time to buy a new car, why not buy from the best? Brent Brown, Toyota, and Orem. You're listening to Real Golf Radio. Now back to Brian and Bob. 
All right, thank you so much for joining us here on Real Golf Radio. Special thanks to Tony Finau, Dave Neville from Callaway Golf, stopping by America's favorite caddy in hour number one as well. If you missed any part of the show, you know what to do. Follow us on Twitter, at Real Golf Segments are available, easy for you to listen to right there. You can also podcast us on any of your favorite sites there as well. RealGolfRadio.com is the website, and you can search for us on other social media pages as well under Real Golf Radio. Bob, uh, Solheim Cup this weekend. Yep. Uh, we got a uh, tribute to the military at the Green Briar, lots of great things. The new season is underway, and uh, hey, we'll keep things going and rolling right here on Real Golf Radio every single week on the show. So we appreciate it. Thanks to Dave Glauser, our producer. For the man himself, Bob Casper, I'm Brian Taylor. Thanks so much for joining us, and we'll see you next week here on Real Golf Radio. Thanks for listening to Brian and Bob on Real Golf Radio. Join us on Twitter at Real Golf or on our website at realgolfradio.com. It's been real.